The thrill and excitement of March Mania is here, and DraftKings Sportsbook, one of America's top-rated sportsbook apps, is giving new customers a shot to turn 5 bucks into $150 instantly in bonus bets with any college basketball bet. You can find all the lines and available odds, of course, at the DraftKings Sportsbook app. North Carolina listeners, don't forget, DraftKings Sportsbook is now live in your state. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code SBNFL. New customers can bet 5 bucks to get $150 instantly in bonus bonus bets only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code SBNFL. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 8778-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash bball for eligibility, deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. Yo, 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 what is up? What is up? It's your boy, Sterles for the girls, right here on the Buffalo Rumblings vidcast feed, and I am your freaking host. The Bills ran it up today, boy. Woo! The Bills ran it up today to a tune of 31 to 10. God dang, they got their butts kicked today, and we're going to talk about it right here on this show. For those of you who have joined us for the first time, thank you and welcome. Thank you and welcome to the show. Um, glad to have you all. Boy, doesn't it feel good to be Bill's Mafia right now? Doesn't it feel good? You know, I do this regularly. I come in here, especially after win. I got I got my hen dog right here. To com- commemorate this dub. But man, we got a lot to get into. Let, 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 let's just kind of do a quick rundown. We're gonna talk about the Bill's playoff chances because those increased big time today. We're going to talk about all the things with the game. Uh, Dak Prescott, MVP chances. I think that might have taken a hit today. I, I still think he's a front runner. Um, but look, man, this this has been this today. I don't know how many people expected this to happen. Now, before the game, I told you, I said, okay, I feel like the Bills are going to win this game. But I didn't think the Bills were going to win it this way. 
Uh, if you're looking for negative complaints, mopes and groans, this ain't the place to get it today. You're not going to hear me say anything negative about the Bills today. I'm not even going to say anything negative about Gabe Davis. I ain't going to. Well, I might. <laughs> I just might. But, man, let, let's let's jump into this thing. So, you know what we do here? Let's talk about how we felt going into the game. How, what did the week look like? What did the the story of the week kind of tell us about what we could expect from the from our boys today? Well, we're coming off, you know, coming off that big win against the Kansas City Chiefs. And so in, in, the, in the dramatic events that took place during that game, you know, it kind of uh, I know, at least for me, it kind of had us thinking about the Chiefs, maybe a little bit longer than we needed to. Maybe a little bit longer than we needed to throughout the week, just because of the controversial calls from the refs and so forth, or, or alleged calls. You know, the Chiefs were crying, and we had to. Bills Mafia had to deal with the Chiefs fans this week. Okay, it's just what we we had to take out the trash. We had to take out the trash, and we did. You know, the trash man came to pick up the Chiefs, and they were gone. All right. So around Wednesday, you know, I think one of the things that came to mind and I'm, I'm speaking I'm speaking for the whole mafia here but it was respect it was respect for the Buffalo Bills it was respect for the Dallas Cowboys really and, and and the team that they are and the team that they've been all season long when you look at guys like Micah Parsons Deron Bland Stefan Gilmore right Demarcus Lawrence Dak Prescott C.D. Lamb Jake Ferguson I mean like the 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 list goes on and on. Tyron Smith and, and and Tyler Smith. I mean, these guys have been having a freaking phenomenal year, a great year, great season. And guess what happened? You know, you came into Buffalo, and you got the stampede. You got that stampede. The Bills put that work in today. And if I would have told you that Josh Allen would have under a hundred passing yards. And the Bills won. You you told me that I was crazy. I would have looked at you and told you, "Yeah, man, you crazy." That Prescott didn't wasn't impressive today. I mean, listen, if you want to give flowers today, if you want to give flowers today, you know what you can do. You can give them to Sean McDermott. He, you know, Sean McDermott is deserving of flowers and praise today. Right, like the man, his defense was great today. It was great. It was one of those games where, like, if you want to feel good about the Bills and their chances, to if he if this is the kind of performance that you're looking for, last week was the same. He was he was great last week too. Great last week too. I've I, I've been saying for quite some time. I haven't been I haven't been uh, giving McDermott a lot of praise, but what I have been saying is this: good teams find a way despite injuries. Good coaches find a way despite injuries. And guess what happened? McDermott found a way today. He found a way. The Bills found a way today. I want to I want to call out a couple people. Vach Lombardi. Vach, I heard we Bills Mafia heard what you said about Osiris Torrance and his slow foot ass. Is what you what you you calling him a scrub. Well, guess what? The Bills played a game where they were using his strengths, and that's run blocking. And boy, did he put on a show. He was phenomenal in run blocking. This whole offensive line was phenomenal today. 
You know what the Bills came and did today? They say, you know what? We're the bully. We're gonna cut you're gonna come in our house and we're gonna smack you in the mouth in the rain. How you like them apples? And stood over and looked at them on the playground. That was the kind of butt whooping that Dallas got today. I don't want to hear no excuses. Oh, well, you know, Dallas clinched the playoff spot before. I don't care. It, 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 still, it, still didn't, it still didn't help. You got your butts kicked. There, there is no freaking excuses for the Cowboys today. They were outplayed, outclassed. Every facet of the game. Offense, defense, special teams. Joe Brady put on a show today. <laughs> Joe Brady read the room. He said, you know what? This little guy right here, number four, y'all can't stop him. And because you can't stop him, well, I'm just going to keep giving it to him. And we're going to talk about James Cook, man. We're going to talk about James Cook, man. These boys were bad today. These boys were bad today. Yes. Yes. And I'm loving it. All right. So. Let's let's go let's go look at the the box score here. Um, you know, I always look at uh, the box score. It kind of tells the story. It helps illustrate and tell the story of the game. So let's start with the Dallas Cowboys here. You have the <clears throat> leading MVP candidate in Dak Prescott. I think that might change. Brock Purdy had a great game today. Uh, Dak did not. Uh, Dak Prescott was twenty one to thirty four, one hundred and thirty four yards, three point nine yards per. This is a Dallas Cowboys team that was averaging 40 freaking points the last five games. And guess what? You held them to 10. And not only that, the C.D. Lamb run was in garbage time. It was in garbage time. So, yes, they scored, but, man, Dak Prescott, uh, one interception, three sacks with a 57.7 rating. Let's talk about Dak for a minute. Um, boy, did the, the the secondary come to play today. But what what I appreciate, and and you know, I'm gonna have to look at the all 22 further when it comes out and, and kind of you know figure out why Dak had a, such a, a difficult day. And I'll tell you this: from what I could see, they they made the Cowboys one dimensional. And anytime you can make an opponent one dimensional, the odds of you winning, the odds of you having impact in that game go through the roof and Dak Prescott was one dimensional today in that Dallas Cowboys offense okay so what did they do well on early rundowns you saw the Bills come out in a base 4-3 defense so typically we see the Bills come out in that nickel defense and they use Taron Johnson as the third linebacker pretty much Taron Johnson's nickel back nickel corner however you want to call it where they use him to to match up on tight ends, slot wide receivers, etc. Well, what did we see from the Bills? They used Balen Specter today as that third linebacker, alongside Terrell Bernard and Tyrell freaking Dotson. So, guess what? All the slander that we have for Tyrell Dotson is going. It needs to stop right now, at least, because he had a great game. But back to Des- Dak Prescott, what they were able to do, they were able to stop Tony Pollard on early rundowns, okay, and force the Cowboys to have to throw the ball. And not only that, because the Bills are stout against the run, 
you had them going in second and long, third and long, third and medium. And when anytime you can back an offense up like that, we're talking about a quarterback in Dak Prescott who's not not a Josh Allen type. Dak Prescott is every bit of a a system quarterback, if you will, and that's not a knock on Dak Prescott. He plays within the system. He's a cerebral quarterback. He's able to read and diagnose defenses and make quick decisions. And he, and this is a, I told you guys this past week, I said, this Dallas offense predicates on rhythm. What are you going to have to do to stop this rhythm offense, this West Coast offense? You're going to have to get physical with these wide receivers. And guess what? The Bills did. Now, not that y'all were listening to me, but that's what they did. Rasul Douglas. And these boys in the secondary got physical with these wide receivers. And guess what? It disrupted the timing. What happens when you disrupt the timing? Well, the quarterback has to hold on to the ball and make a play. And we're talking about this isn't Josh Allen, Patrick Mahomes type where they, they invite you to let them roam outside the pocket and make plays. Dak Prescott is more of a rhythm and timing quarterback. Anticipation. So when you can press those corners and get you in, in third and long situations, you, you're going to have success against a, 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 an offense like that. Then it's not a knock against the Cowboys and Dak Prescott. Okay, Dak Prescott's the leading MVP candidate as of right now. That might change. But the Bills did a fantastic job on Dak Prescott. Fantastic job on Dak. Um, Dallas rushing the ball. So the totals. So actually, Dak threw for 134 yards, but he's credited, the team actually is credited with 106 yards passing. That is freaking phenomenal. Again, I'm going to remind you of this. The Cowboys, 40 points per game the past five games. That is freaking incredible. It's incredible. My guy, Richard Rush, says, finally game that didn't give me a heart attack. Hell yeah. You're right, bro. Respect to the Cowboys wide receivers for almost pitching a shutout against our corners. Lamb was the best cornerback on the field. Walter got some shade for them boys. Yes, exactly right, y'all. Uh, Dallas running the ball. Tony Pollard, 11 carries, 52 yards, 4.7 yards per. Now, I thought that the Cowboys kind of found early success. Um running the ball early. I thought, okay, like the Bills defense, the run defense looks kind of leaky. And guess what? They they fixed it. They they shored it up. Dak Prescott was second, four carries, 27 yards. And then Rico Dowdle, CD, I mean, they really didn't do nothing. For on, on the day, 20, 20 uh carries, 89 yards, and one touchdown. Let's talk about Dallas receiving. Okay. CD Lamb was seven to fifty-three. Now a lot of this came in the second half. And a lot of this, talking about 53 yards, 7.6 yards per reception, no touchdowns. No, no Cowboys receiver had a touchdown. Jake Ferguson was second. Now he's been he's been their second leading receiver, or or you know, in terms of like target share. Jake Ferguson, six uh for 44. That was in garbage time. I mean, the Bills clamped these dudes up. Brandon Cooks, two of ten. Now, Dak had an opportunity early in the game where on, on, on a post route. Uh, against uh, that was against who was that against? I'm pretty sure that was against Rasul Douglas in coverage. You saw Bills playing a lot of cover three, a little bit of quarters. Um, but he was able to uh beat beat Rasul Douglas on a route, and Dak couldn't hit him. I mean, that, that ball it was overthrown. I mean, the, the Bills put a clinic on Sean McDermott, put a freaking absolute clinic on. We're talking about the highest scoring offense in the league. We're talking about a team that puts up more yards than anybody in the league. 
the Dallas Cowboys came into Orchard Park, New York, and laid an egg today, y'all. There's there's a lot of questions sur- swirling around Dallas. Can can the Cowboys beat a good team on the road? And I think that's fair criticism. It feels nice to not be criticized on this side. Done in Buffalo. Feels great. Um, Dallas on defense. So listen, we we all talked about. We were. I was terrified of Demarcus Lawrence and uh, Micah Parsons. Um, I, I thought that. I mean these these two bookend defensive defensive ends. I thought they're gonna they were gonna wreak havoc, and and I felt like if this turned into a game where the Bills had to pass the ball, I think you would have seen some issues there. But guess what? It didn't even come to that. And what's the best way to take out a great pass rusher? You run right at them. You run down their throat. Pause. You run the ball down their freaking throat, and that's what the Bills did today. So with that being said, Demon Clark, yeah. Leading tackler for the Cowboys. Mozzie Smith, my, my dog Mozzie Smith from University of Michigan, had one sack today. But outside of that, man, the Cowboys really didn't do nothing. They didn't do nothing. They didn't do nothing. Brandon Aubrey, one, he had one attempt. He had one field goal. <laughs> hey, they were, they were talking about in Dallas all week. Oh, man, this guy's a weapon, which he is a weapon. But, man, hey. They couldn't use that weapon today because guess what? The Bills locked them down to where they they weren't getting past a 50-yard line. You kidding me? The Buffalo defense was on their ass all freaking day long, bro. This this was a clinic, man. And I'm going to pound the table for Sean McDermott for this game and last week's performance. Sean McDermott is coaching. Look, look, look. Tyler Dunn. Let keep keep hey, keep writing them articles about Sean because if this is if this is going to turn into the coach that the Bills need. Hey, if, if this is the wake-up call Sean McDermott needed, yeah. <laughs> oh, yes, sir. Yes, sir. Because th- this 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 defense responded. This team has responded, y'all. Uh Nick Wright, I'm calling out. Cause cause the cause, you know, the Bills can't do anything good. Yeah, Nick Wright. What how you like them apples, Nick Wright? How you like that, Nick Wright? Eight and six Buffalo Bills beat the hell out of them Cowboys today. Yeah, Skip Bayless. Oh, yeah. Josh Allen this, Josh Allen that. Huh? What? Yeah. I, it, yeah. That's what I'm talking about. So, hey, I, I, I'm I'm here. I want all the smoke today. So, Cowboys fans, y'all, you come in here if you want to. Come in here if you want to because I got some heat for you. I got some heat for you. Uh, Let's talk about the Bills on offense. Oh, look. Josh Allen this, Josh Allen that. We, 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 uh, 7 to 15, 94 yards. They, they didn't ask the man to do anything. 7 to 15, 94 yards is still an efficient day. Statistically, that, that fits right in kind of the wheelhouse in terms of yards per attempt, 6.3 yards per attempt today. He's usually around 7, right, in the rain. One touchdown. Oh, for all of you looking for that, that Josh Allen no turnover game, well, he only threw the ball 15 times. Nah, fam. He did only throw the ball 15 times, but guess what? No, no picks. No picks, no fumbles. Hmm. Hmm. Let, let that simmer for a minute. Now, the moment we all been waiting for. I, I, I'm going to need a sip of that hen, that hen dog for this. James <clears throat> freaking <laughs> Cook. Good low, he was. Mm-mm-mm. James Cook was on fire today. 
my dog James Cook was on fire today. Listen, this was James Cook's breakout party. Breakout party. You know, there was a lot to be said about James Cook. People will tell you that, oh, the Bills shouldn't have drafted him. I know people said the Bills shouldn't have drafted James Cook. I know people that said, well, you know, James Cook can't run between tackles. James Cook doesn't have great vision and contact balance. James Cook doesn't have a game similar to uh, uh, Alvin Kamara. Huh? What? You, you, you remember when I told y'all this, too, you know, when he was drafted, that, that the dude had, he has a game similar to Alvin Kamara. I don't care what you say. <laughs> um, James Cook was dynamite through the air, receiving the ball and on the ground. That That is a multifaceted running back, y'all. Guess what, though? We've been talking about James Cook getting more share of the carries. More share of the carries. Guess how many times the Bills ran the ball today? <laughs> y'all ain't going to believe me. 49 times. The Bills ran the ball 49 freaking times today. Guess what? Guess how many of them carries James Cook got? 25. Well, you know, Sterles, he really can't handle the full load because he's a he's a more of a slender, smaller back in terms of you know weight distribution. That's what they that's what they'll tell you. That's what they'll tell you. The advanced metrics will tell you also that James Cook has been one of the, you know, one of the, the second best most efficient running back in the league. And we wanted him to get more carries, and guess what he got? He got more freaking touches, man. James Cook was a baller today, boy. He was he was cooking. And I don't know, pun intended, but that man, boy, that dude, he was cooking. 25 carries, 179 yards, 7.2 yards per carry. So Dallas, they didn't have an answer for him. Now, the weakness of the Dallas defense, if there is a weakness, it's up the middle, okay? The Bills ran it up the middle. But guess what? A lot of James Cook's success came on the outside. Where Who, who lives on the outside for the Cowboys' defense? Demarcus Lawrence and Micah Parsons. Yeah. How do you stymie a great pass rusher? You run right at him. And that's what they did. Oh, they say, you know what? We're going to line Micah Parsons up against Osiris Torrance because, you know, he he's the weak link on the, on the offensive line. Okay, great. Yeah. O- Osiris says, yeah, you, you had me in the first half. <laughs> you, you got me on a couple reps. But, boy, them boys up front, Deion Dawkins, Connor McGovern, who used to play for the Cowboys. Great, nice surprise this season, huh? Great free agent offseason signing for Brandon Bean. These boys came to feast. The offensive line said, you know what? We're going to punk y'all today. It was a, it was more of a Griselda, Benny the Butcher type of attitude with that offensive line today. Them boys was Griselda today. We ain't taking no, no mess. No mess today. And guess what they did? They hit you in the mouth. And they kept doing it in the third quarter the bills had a it was over 10 plays eight minute drive and guess what they threw the they ran the ball every single time only threw it once are you are you are you serious so i give joe brady credit for that in the first half second half i mean he said you know what 
I'm not. I, why reinvent the wheel here? I, I'm just gonna play smart football, and that's what they. That's what the Bills did as a whole. They played smart football, and they ran the ball a lot. Ty Johnson nine carries, fifty four yards, six carry, six point six yards per carry. Josh Allen eight of twenty four. Oh, Josh Allen had the touchdown on the ground too today, y'all. If, I mean, just in case y'all didn't know. Man, I'm telling you, the, the, what we saw from the Bills today, that this is the kind of game where you look at it and you go, good teams find a way. Okay, you, so, you know, Dallas, you're good in pass protection. I mean, uh, and, and pass defense. Okay, well, let's see if you can stop the run. The Bills, have been kind of, they, they've sneakily been good running the ball all season long. I think they came in this game like third or fourth in rushing in the league. And, and Josh Allen hasn't run the ball a lot in terms of volume. Now he has, you know, 11 touchdowns now on the ground, but the bills have, have been the team that's been able to run the ball. You talk about that complimentary style of football on offense. This is the kind of stuff Sean McDermott's talking about where a game where you don't have to have Josh Allen be everything. I was having conversations this week. Well, you know, Josh, and, and, and it's an expectation that we expect and think that Josh Allen has to have, you know, these all world games for the Bills to be successful. This is the first time where I, I we I look at this game and I go, other people stepped up. The offensive line stepped up today, which the offensive line's been great all season. But in a way that James Cook feasted. James Cook was your bell cow. He was your offense. This looked like the Tennessee Titans on offense went in a prime Derrick Henry. Ryan Tannehill. This is what this is what that looked like where you just run the ball and, and say, stop us. You know it's coming. Stop us. The Bills ran the ball in multiple ways. Trap runs. Gap runs. Getting the ball on the outside. Misdirection. Counter. I mean, I mean, listen, Joe Brady's bag. He was in his bag calling these runs today, y'all. He was in his bag. I'm telling you, it was beautiful. It was beautiful today. Whew, man, you guys got me all hyped up today, dog. But they, the Bills are from, uh, fantastic on the ground. Receiving, Stephon Diggs, when, when they, you know, he had five targets on four receptions for 48 yards. That one-handed catch, bro, come on now. That's the kind of, that's the kind of stuff that we need, that we've missed from Stephon Diggs over the past four weeks. Now, now, let's give Diggs some credit, too. Now, because of this, you know, because, you know, teams key in on Stephon Diggs so much, and it takes two defenders to, to, really, to, to really, you know, take him out of the game, it does open up lanes for James Cook. It really does. James Cook faces the least amount of stacked boxes in the league. I think he's first or second in that category. So, light boxes, teams are going to be now. What's going to happen now? And I say all that to, to, to kind of highlight my point about Stefan Diggs. If James Cook can continue to be a force running the ball, catching them all in the backfield, now teams are going to have to pick their poison. That, that's, that's the level that it's gotten to now. Okay. So it was before. Like if you look at a, you know, if Bill Belichick was look at this and say, all right, what am I going to do to stop the Bills? Before we even get to Josh Allen, it would say, well, we got to take away Stefan Diggs. Okay, well, if you take away Diggs, then guess what? You, 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 now you, James Cook is going to ball out. You got linebackers that can cover him. How many, how many linebackers in the league can cover James Cook? 
I, I can I'm not three, maybe not even that. Come on now. Come on now. Let's be real. How many linebackers can cover James Cook? Not many, man. That's what makes him special. That's what makes James Cook special. Okay. So what that's going to do for James, well, you know, you're going to have to, you got to be playing more honest style of defense, base shell coverage, right? You're going to have to respect the run and the pass. Oh, and guess what? We haven't even got to Josh Allen yet. We're just talking about cooks and digs. Now, Dalton Kincaid had his worst game as a Buffalo Bill today. He he put up a Gabe Davis stat line, 0-0. Zero, zero. Boy, he had two targets, and then he had to change his gloves or whatever. But, you know, he he didn't he wasn't a factor today. Neither was Gabe Davis. All right? Khalil Shakir didn't get on the board. Josh Allen, <clears throat> of his of his um seven completions that he completed in the game, went to three players. One wide receiver, Stephon Diggs, who had four. James Cook had two, and Ty Johnson had one. Did, did that sink in, y'all? Of Josh Allen's seven completions, four of them went to wide receiver Stephon Diggs. The other two went to running backs. Since... Joe Brady has taken over. He has made, he has put an emphasis on catching the ball out of the backfield. I'm, I'm just telling you, like, this offense is more dangerous and more lethal when the Bills can operate and get things going on the ground game and they can throw to their running backs. Josh Allen's a smart quarterback. I don't know why people think that Josh Allen is this dumb, uh, you know, country boy, you know, cantaloupe throwing. I'm gonna throw interceptions all. I mean, that that is not the the that's not Josh Allen, y'all. Like, don't let these media people fool you, bro. That's not who our quarterback is, man. Put some respect on that dude's name. Quit playing with me right now. All right. Quit playing with me right now. So the the so that's the Bills receiving. Uh defensively. You want to talk about individually? Taylor Rapp, uh, I'm gonna point him out today. This was Taylor Rapp's best game. He still plays reckless, man. But he he's more of a he's not he's not an, an instinctual defender. He's more of your um see ball, get ball reactionary type of defender. And he reacted well today. He did. He played a good game. This was this was this was his best game today as a Buffalo Bill. Um Tyrell Dotson, listen. I still don't believe the hype that PFF puts out there that he's the highest graded linebacker, blah, blah, blah. But, but Tyrell Dawson looked like that guy today. Yeah, he, he had eight total tackles. That man was tackling in space. I don't know what, yeah, I don't know if y'all seen this, but somebody tweeted this at me. And, and basically, they were showing uh, some of uh, the Cowboys' um, practice equipment had pictures of. Tyrell Dawson and Jordan Poyer. And then them two dudes played out. I don't know if they they talked. I have to see, you know, ask Jordan if if uh, if he knew that. But hey, them boy Tyrell Dawson balled out today. Now I'm not gonna say Matt Milano who, but um, I mean Matt Milano's injured right now. But man, Tyrell Dawson's playing really well, y'all. Like, give him his flowers, man. Half he had a half a sack today, quarterback hit. Now he did have a dumb penalty which was not needed. Taylor Rapp had it too, but, you know, it was, uh, it was, he, he you know, it kind of didn't, he, it got taken away just because, you know, the offensive lineman kind of hit him too. But I thought that was a dumb play. Taylor Rapp had a dumb mistake on a, on a penalty trying to hit Dak Prescott. Like, again, that's what I'm talking about, like that Taylor Rapp recklessness. 
that's the that needs to be checked. If you're gonna if you're gonna be out there, man, don't don't cost the team. Tyrell Dawson had one of them. Like it was not needed. You not you did not need to hit Dak in the head. Because listen, I don't want the Cowboys to have any excuses. Well, you know, you guys are you, you play dirty and this and that. No, uh-uh. Mm-mm-mm. Gotta see it through, my boy. Um, Taron Johnson, man. Taron Johnson almost had a pick today. He almost had two picks. Taron Johnson was balling. Guess what? The man has seven total tackles. All of them were solo. That man was, I mean, Taron Johnson, I'm telling you, if you want to talk about unsung hero on the defense for years, the most, he he is the most, like, people don't give him any credit at all. It's so Taron, he's out there. No, I mean, Taron's a force. He's probably, what, first, second best nickel cornerback in the league? Like, the, the, the responsibilities that this man has in the defense, coverage playing the run like i'm telling y'all dude he he has a he has a ton of responsibility in this defense i thought jordan played a good game today jordan balled out today for as much as people want to say you bills need to move on uh from poyer hide poyer jordan has had he's had a couple you know some he's had some solid games this year like he he's playing well if you want to talk about micah being not being here next year i'm cool with that but I think you got another year with Jordan here. I think you can get another year out of him, but the Bills need to address both. You know, they need to bring in two safeties this year to compete. They got to draft some young guys, get them in here. More athletic. You need more athleticism back there. But guess what? When you make a team one dimensional, you can you can pin your ears back and you can go go to town. Um, Cam Lewis was good today. I, I like what I saw from Cam Lewis. Terrell Bernard played a good game. Um, we really didn't have to say anything about Balen Specter. He he was out there for some snaps. I don't have the snap count in front of me. Um, let's talk about the defensive ends real quick, though. Uh, Greg Rousseau, Leonard Floyd. There's no AJ Epinesa. They 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 played really well. Um, Leonard Floyd had a sack today, and not only did they play well and contain, but they also uh, rushed the quarterback well. They squeezed. You know, they 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 squeezed the pocket for Dak Prescott. Um, so that was phenomenal. Uh Greg Rousseau is is really good. I mean, he continues to to get better and run support. He he's he's solid. He is a solid defensive end. Uh and then you know, Ed Oliver, even though listen, even though he had uh one tackle, uh he had one sack. Did no, he didn't have a sack. I, I don't think Ed Oliver had a sack, but he did have a, a pass defense, he tipped the ball up. He he his presence was felt. It was felt, man. Ed Oliver was good, but Krista Benford got a pick today. Um, that pick came because you know Dak Prescott overthrew it. And I felt like the Bills could have had two or three picks today, to be honest. Um, I don't I don't believe in turnover worthy plays, but um Dak had a few and the Bills didn't capitalize on them. Uh jo- what Jordan Phillips, he should have had a pick. I mean, I mean you couldn't ask for for an easier interception. You and me, you and me could have caught that out there. And I'm not knocking him. Uh, Jordan Phillips has been bad this year, but today he he played a good game. He had a sack. He he. You saw him once Zach Martin went out. Uh, that man was generating pressure up the middle. He he did a really good job today. Um, so that's the box score. And what does all this mean for the Buffalo Bills? Well, while we're you know while I'm yapping here. Um, I do want to talk about um, 
the Bills' playoff chances, okay? Because here's the deal. I don't know how many of you guys expected the Bills to, to make the playoffs, okay? But right now, right now as we stand, the Bills, according to the New York Times playoff machine, the Bills have a 70% chance to make the playoffs. 70%. Now, we did see the Browns win, okay? We saw the Browns win, which was kind of crazy. Didn't expect the Browns to win. But there were some things that happened to, to help the Bills this week um, that, that we're, we're loving, okay? So, also, the Jets let us down today, y'all. Man, we're we're heaping praise on Zach Wilson. All that stuff that they were talking, he was like, I'm just going to play free, this and that and the other. Man, they look bad today. I had to sip some Henny to that. They look bad today. The Dolphins put it on them. But you know what? Good on good on you, the Dolphins, for, for getting a dub that you should have gotten. Now, guess what? You you play you play Lamar Jackson and them boys next week. What are you gonna do? But we, we can get in that later. So the Bills play the Chargers on Saturday night, y'all. Saturday. And guess what? If the Bills win that game, it takes their chances to 80%. So the Bills beat the Chargers next week, which they will. They should. You're 80%. Oh, guess what? You beat the Patriots. Now that's with the the team, the teams winning, you know, like like certain AFC teams. We we haven't put that into the predictor, like the outcomes of those other teams. But just we're just talking about what we can control, right? In life, it's all about. Sometimes, you know, we get dealt different blows in life, et cetera, right? And, you know, you can only control what you can control. Well, the Bills can kind of control their own destiny here because instead of looking at it as we need a wild card, the Bills look at it, they need to look at it like when we need to win a division. So you need to, you need what you need in the next two weeks is you need the Dolphins to lose one of those games. They play the Cowboys, which I think the Cowboys will beat them because that fits right into their strength. I think the Cowboys will beat them. I think the Ravens, because they run the ball very well, I think they could beat the Dolphins. They they, they will beat the Dolphins. So with that being said, Dolphins are still banged up. You know, we'll see what happens next week when they get some guys back, you know. But you need the, you, you need the Miami Dolphins to lose a game, one game, because you know what? After that, after those two games, the finale in Miami should be for the division. Should be for the division. Now, if the Dolphins lose the next two games and the Bills win their next two games, uh, I'm telling you, it looks pretty good for the Bills to win that division without having to beat the Dolphins. I have to make sure I check that. But the Dolphins are um, – no, I think the Bills will still have to beat the Dolphins because that would – yeah, so the Dolphins will be 10-6 and six at that point. What no, they yeah. All right. If they lose the next two, Dolphins will be 10 and 6. And the Bills will be 10 and 6. Heading into week 18, then the Bills would have to beat them still. The Dolphins still hold a four and one division record. So they 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 still look pretty good. But the Bills would have to beat them uh week 18. So this has been uh whew. Ralph Wilson Sr. says, How about them cowboys? How about them cowboys? Uh, Derek Foucher says, uh, trade the first round this year and next year. 
with another late for Marvin Harrison Jr. Hey, man, I, I, I wouldn't be mad if they did that. I wouldn't be mad if they did that. Go get your boy. Go get your boy Marvin Harrison Jr. That'd be dope. But I say all that to say, man, you, you got you you got to be happy about the win today. You you got to be excited. You you're gonna go into work tomorrow, and feel good, right? So I live in Denver. All right. So anytime the Bills lose, you know they want to tell it. Well, what happened to the Bills? You know. Now they're gonna let the, the, you know the story's gonna be different tomorrow because the boy them boys. I got bets riding on this game with people at work telling me that the Cowboys is gonna win. Now they're gonna look at me a little different tomorrow. They're gonna look at you a little different tomorrow when you when you step up in the building. All right, they're gonna look at you a little different because the Bills came in and kicked some tail. They kicked tail today. They look great today. Um, again, what 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 do we take away from this? Sean McDermott called a complete game. Situationally, the Bills are fantastic. He pulled the right levers, put the team in the best position to win. The offensive line was phenomenal. They 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 punked the Dallas Cowboys defensive line. They punked him. James Cook, this was his coming out party. The, the James Cook coming out party was today. He has put himself on the map. He is inching close to a thousand yards rushing. The Bills haven't had a thousand yard rushing in quite some time. Next week he could become the Bills' first thousand yard rushing in a few years. In years. I have to look at I have to look at that. I'm just going off of memory right now. So the Bills did it without having Josh Allen be the main catalyst. And they they once again, but in a in a in a full game setting, relied on other people to make it happen. And Jordan, uh, ladies and gentlemen, that is the championship DNA. That's what you need to see. If the Buffalo Bills get into the playoffs, you don't want to see them. These boys from Buffalo, uh, yeah. I, I would venture to say if I'm the Bills, we, we bump in some dreams and nightmares in the locker room before every game. Because them boys ain't finished. They are not finished. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, you have been listening to the Intentional Grounding podcast right here on the uh, Buffalo Rumblings vidcast feed. I'm your host, Sterls for the Girls. Make sure that you guys are tuned in tonight for my guy, Joe Miller, with the Overreaction uh, podcast. All right, where you as fans can go in there and just talk your ish. You're going to be excited today. Joe Miller going to have something cooking for y'all. Make sure you go check out my, my guy, Joe Miller, tonight. Make sure that you uh, sub- like, su- subscribe, and follow anything Buffalo Rumblings, man. We, we've been killing it this year. Uh, the numbers prove that. Uh, and, and I'll be on the chop up. I have my, my dog in here, Russ. He's you know, a Cowboys fan that was on last week. We're going to have him in here um, again. So we're going we go to make sure y'all come and let him know who won that game. We're we going to get at him. Me and Albro Poe, we're going to get at him. All right? It's going to be a great week around here. Hey, we are one week closer to Christmas, man. So, you know, for all you out there who haven't got your shopping done, y'all better get to it. But guess what? While you're on Amazon, while you're in the store, while you're going to your kid's Christmas recital, in the back of your mind, you could be thinking, them boys about to get the playoffs again. That's what we do around here. We're going to get it. Hey. You guys stay uh you guys stay warm out there. 
Go Bills, and we out. <laughs>